Hey everybody, happy new year, happy 2021. We're back and we are really excited. I actually missed podcasting, which is weird because like I didn't, like obviously I like to do it and it's just like a regular thing. It's like a cool hobby we have, but I didn't think I'd actually miss the whole production of it, but I did. I would tell you what like I did this new year's, but it wasn't very exciting at all. This past, how long have we been gone? Like a week? Like it's really only been a week. It feels like a lot longer though since since Christmas. Like it feels like a month. I don't know how to explain it. It just feels way longer. But we didn't really do anything. Like for Christmas, what did we do? Literally nothing. Literally nothing. I went to like my Nina's house. For New Year's, I went to my friend's house. I literally got dressed up like I was going out to a club just to go to my friend's house and we took pictures and drank. And that's literally it. So breaking news. I heard in the car yesterday morning to start off the first week of 2021, a UFO crashed into the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of Hawaii. A UFO? A UFO How crashed. How they know it's a UFO? They know. Like that's like what an they alien said. spaceship? They said a UFO crashed. What else would have crashed into the water that isn't a plane or an asteroid? So... Two weeks ago, an asteroid crashed into the water, and now they're saying a UFO crashed off the coast of Hawaii, and I believe it because some islands in Hawaii, apparently they do some, like, next shit when it comes to UFO testing, and there's actually an island. If you go on Google Maps, there's, like, a random island. I forget what it's called, but it's near Hawaii. It's, like, off the chain, but it's near Hawaii, but if you look up images on Google Images, it's, like, um... It's like blocked off to the public. Like no one can go in. It just looks like concrete everywhere. Like concrete like so what the, bunkers. Like Area 59. What's it called? Area 51. But Area like 51. it's in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. And they're literally saying that a UFO crashed into it. So Yeah, I really think there's going to be like a discovery this year. No, I think something that behind the psychic the told Fran about how something is going to come to Earth and help us with this pandemic. And it's going to like surprise, surprise a lot of us. I think it's the aliens. So... Maybe they have like another vaccine. Happy New Year. No, I think that they're just going to come and like cure people. With what? Their finger? Yeah. Like, you know how you know, ET, ET is going to touch you know, your forehead? Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't think it's going to be like that, but I do definitely think there are aliens. Next up, there was a girl in the UK who posted- Wait, news? Yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, I actually want to just get into some news because people are actually crazy. Like, the world- I don't know what's happening. I've been trying to go into the world with positive, I mean, the new year with positive vibes, but I just keep seeing all this like crazy shit. First the UFO, and then this chav from the UK posts on her Snapchat story. Oh, I saw this. Um, my boyfriend's been really pissing me off lately. Like yesterday, he started shouting at me because I sent nudes to another guy. So I want to scare him a little bit. Maybe just like steal from him or stab him, but not kill him. 159 euros up on the line so if anyone's interested dm yeah i saw that then somebody some idiot dm'd her this 13 year old basically hired a hitman some idiot dm'd her and they fucking killed this 13 year old boy because she sent nudes so she sent nudes but they weren't meant to killed. kill him right like they weren't supposed friend 
No, I know, but the the they weren't supposed to. They weren't kill supposed him, to kill but him. But like, I saw the size of the knife. It was the size it was of a machete. Leg. It, was it was a like huge machete. Huge. Yeah. Like, so one of my New Year's resolutions, or just something, not even a resolution for the New Year for my whole life, is to stop putting myself in stressful situations because I'm literally a stress ball, and I feel like I put myself in these situations that just give me anxiety. Um, and so I'll give you a little story that happened. So basically I'm really weird when it comes to texting or Snapchat. I need to like write down oh what I say before. I, this is not for everybody, like not for my friends or people that I've like talked to for a while or like if I'm comfortable with you. If it's like a new person or like somebody like even, it doesn't even have to be just like an intro, like someone I'm interested in, just a new person in general. I like write down what I say before I type it or send it. It's so fucking weird. Like I don't One time I walked into her room and I... And I found like a piece of paper and it just had the same sentence written over. I thought it was a manifestation journal, but it's how she was answering somebody. Literally, she literally wrote out LOL. Like you literally wrote out LOL. Yeah, it's I know, weird. Right? That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's a weird thing. I don't do it as much anymore, but whatever. Anyways, so I got a Snapchat from somebody that I usually don't Snapchat on the, on was it, like two days ago or something. Like, I haven't Snapchat them in a while. And I was just getting, like, it's a person where, like, I just got nervous. I was like, oh, my God, like, what does it say? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I made my friend Mel log into my Snapchat to answer it for me. Isn't that weird? Like, I didn't want to open it because I was so stressed and, like, had anxiety of what it was going to say. So I made Mel do it. But, like, you're still open. I'm just, like, I'm still the one responding. So, like, why not just open it myself? I just had anxiety looking at the message. That makes sense. You're scared to, like, why? Like, I wasn't scared to answer. It's I'm scared of... Okay, I'm not giving the whole story. There's like a whole story to go with this. Like I made plans with the person, but like I didn't know if I actually wanted to go and it was just like a stressful, it was a stressful vibe. And I was just very stressed out about it and I didn't want to be stressed opening it and looking at it. So I made Mel look at it. I feel like people do that. I'm not just, it's not the getting a Snapchat that made me have anxiety. It's I was already in an anxious state. And for those of you who have anxiety or who like suffer from some sort of anxiety disorder, you you know what I'm talking about. It's just like you don't want to be put in like a stressful position. Like you don't want to make yourself even more stressed, especially if you're like me and you overthink every little thing. Like I literally overthink everything. The reason why I brought this up, like it seems like a very simple thing, but I brought it up because a lot of people I feel suffer from anxiety or even just overthinking or putting themselves in stressful situations. And it's talked about more like mental health now than ever before, I feel. But I also feel like it's not at the same time. I think that when it comes to anxiety, everyone has a little bit of anxiety, right? And this is, again, like, this is a really vulnerable, like, touchy subject. And we usually don't talk about things like this. We usually talk about more lighthearted, like, funny-ish, just kind of everyday things. But this is an everyday thing. And we kind of want to, like get into talking about the other things that we all go through in life as like millennials and as like people like us and anxiety is one of them and I think that a lot of people deal with different types of anxiety like everyone's anxiety journey is different like okay I might make a bold statement right now and I'm trying not to apologize for my opinions but this is my opinion social media I feel has made mental health more of an importance yes but Also, I think that some people, for example, like me, who don't suffer, fortunately, with things like depression or bipolar or things that like a lot of other people 
heavily go through on a daily basis and really battle I'm scared to talk about my anxiety sometimes because they seem so small compared to those things, right? And this isn't those people's faults at all. Like what they're going through and them advocating for that, it's not their fault at all. But I I just think that people like me, people like Fran, people like everyone who has these, these anxieties might be a little bit scared to talk about them in such an open public setting because they seem so small compared to what other people are going like. Are going through and basically we just want to make this podcast and like just our community a safe space to talk about all kinds of anxiety all types of mental health disorders and and issues that people go through big or small like it all matters and we want to talk about it so i think today we kind of just want to get into that it'll help our listeners new and old our friends family get to know us a little bit more if they if they don't already because these types of anxieties whether they're again big or you guys think that they're minuscule or whatever it still matters to talk about and we don't really talk about them often with people that we aren't really close with so it is like a a vulnerable thing and weird thing for us to do a little bit and also to microphones about this and also going into the new year like i've realized for sure and i'm sure like a lot of other people have also realized you need to take care of yourself physically emotionally but also mentally and that's something I really want to advocate for and start doing and start preaching. And because I've never really, again, like Sam said, it's always something that you're scared to say, especially because it seems so small. Like people listening like this with a story, I just, with the story I just told might be like, really? Like you're scared to open a Snapchat, but it comes, it's deeper than just that Snapchat. You know, it's, it's internal. It's my anxiety. It's what I, my overthinking. It's if you guys feel like after this podcast, you want to share some of your experiences with us or like. Share some things with us so that we also feel like we're not the the only ones. Then please do that because we encourage it. Okay, so I think that like everyone's anxiety journey, which like it feels really weird to call it a journey, but like for me, it's it's definitely been a journey. I've been through different things throughout my life that have triggered anxiety, but What's weird is I can't always remember what exactly triggered anxiety at different points in my life other than obviously right now what I'm living through and kind of just I'm sure a lot of people have anxiety about the pandemic and corona but the only other time I remember really getting like bad anxiety was my first ever experience with it so I'll tell a story that's like pretty personal that I don't really tell anyone like a couple of my really close friends know my boyfriend obviously Fran because she lived with me and like my parents so when I was really young like maybe 12 13 um it was the summer like beginning of summer I think I just finished grade eight or grade seven like I don't remember exactly but we just finished and I remember I was in the basement and my mom like opened the door to the basement and she was crying and she was like like not crying but she was kind of like distraught just yeah like distraught and didn't even know what to say and i was like what and she was like he just died and i was like what and so the person she was talking about was a friend of mine from school and obviously you guys know like in elementary school i mean we had i don't know at least our elementary school okay the elementary school we went to wasn't cool i don't know (laughs) like we were all very like we were all like little prudes and we weren't like partiers in grade seven and eight like some of the other schools or, or like people now, now. Yeah. yeah like we all kind of chilled together and so this this friend like we weren't bffs like chilled every day but we were friends we hung out 
we played basketball together. We went to the park together. She always sat behind me and used to like tap her foot on my chair. And I remember it would annoy me and I would turn around and be like, can you stop? And I don't know, it was just like, just little occurrences like that. And she, she, so my mom came down and told me she died and we were 12, 13. So I was kind of like, what? Like, like, what does that even mean? And I've had people in my life pass away before that. But if I mean, if I'm being honest, like I was either too young to like understand what that meant or they weren't, I hope this doesn't sound mean, but they weren't as much of a presence or significance in my life. Like I didn't interact with them. So when my mom told me this, I was kind of like, I, I don't even know. I was just kind of like numb. I was like, okay, like what? So I remember calling all my friends and we were kind of just like all, I don't know, like just imagine 13 year olds having to deal with that. And we don't know what she even died from. Like it was a, it, it was random. Like they still don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure to this day, they, maybe they figured it out. I, I honestly don't know. But for the longest time, they just said that they couldn't, they couldn't figure it out. And I don't want to disclose any other information because that that's private. So a few weeks later, my family and I, we always rent out a cottage in Wasega, what we used to when we were younger for like two weeks. We still do. Yeah, we still do sometimes. Oh yeah, we do still do. We actually did that the this past summer. couple of years. Anyways, so... I don't know if you remember this, Fran, but we went to the cottage and that was when I had my very first, like, I don't even know what it was, like panic, anxiety attack. Like, I just didn't even know how to like process those feelings. And don't you remember I was on the couch trembling and I, I didn't want to come no, outside? I don't, I don't remember. I was kind of young though. So I would go on the couch and I would just start like, I couldn't breathe. I was trembling. I, I didn't know what was wrong. And my, my parents were kind of like, they'd never seen or had to like deal with this type of thing before. So they were kind of like at a loss for words, wanted to take me to the hospital. And I was scared to go to the hospital because of what happened to her in the hospital. They didn't know what happened to her and she just died. So I, I was scared. And long story short, that whole summer and even like that just that year I just kept having panic attacks my lips would turn blue I would have like physical anxiety panic attacks with like real physical symptoms and my parents were just kind of like I think they were also trying to figure out what to do because they've obviously never experienced something like that before and so I yeah that's that's where I remember having my first like anxiety attack and I actually went to go see like a professional psychiatrist which is fine but it just never worked for me like I, I don't even know it was just such a blur and ever since then and I, I know the story seems it's like what does it have to do with you now but ask Fran ever since then especially as I've gotten older and I've just been more educated on just different things that can happen to people I've been so anxious about like health like health anxiety. What if something randomly happens to me? What if I have a, a random sickness that I don't know I have? What if I randomly die? And like, I definitely used to be like that too. Gotten way better now. But yeah, that sounds Sam, really morbid, Sam will literally come up. I think that that's where that stems from. That's Sam will literally come up to me and be like, "Can you feel this bump on my like leg?" I'm like, "Sam, it's like it's just a bump. It's fine." Or she'd be like, "Oh, do you have this on your spine? Oh, do you have this on your head?" Like, and she would like touch my head and my face. And that's definitely where it stemmed from because yeah, your friend died out of nowhere and like with no illness. Like we don't know now, but like no, back then have, we didn't like, have, we didn't know if she had any underlying issues. And so that's anyways. Yeah. So that's just like really significant to me. And I think about that sometimes when I'm, when I'm trying to like pinpoint why I'm scared or why I'm anxious about like health or just like physical like things, like that's where it stemmed from. And it was just like really traumatic that whole year. For me, and it, I don't know, and, I, and let me know if any 
anyone else has health-related anxieties. I know a couple of people do. I've talked to a couple of people about it, but like, that's why I want to talk about it here because sometimes you feel annoying. You know what I mean? Like, at least, like, even, no offense, like, when I talk to Fran about it or my mom, I just feel like I'm annoying them. Like, they're like, oh my God, shut up. You went to the doctor, you're fine. But I physically cannot help it. I know it's not their fault. They're kind of just like, they don't, if you don't have that type of anxiety, then you won't get, you don't get what I'm feeling. It's like, I can't help it, but just be nervous and scared. Like my back has been hurting for the longest time. I went to the chiropractor. I went to the doctor. He gave me cream in case anyone cares, but it still hurts. And every day I'm just like, oh my God, what if I like, oh, like, I don't even know. But the thing is, if you went to the doctor and you went to but then, so many different things, but you don't it, need to worry. But okay. But you telling me that I don't need to worry is my point. Like I'm still going to, because look at those people who went to the doctor and they still, and they got but undiagnosed. that goes like, to my point with overthinking. Exactly. Just overthinking but this it. is where, and I'm just like it's sharing like my story because that's where I think my health anxiety stems from. Other than that, I definitely have a lot of other anxieties. We're not going to talk about them because I could be here all day. But that's just one example. Like, it's just this, like, feeling of angst and you just can't shake it. And I think that Fran also wants to get into just things that, what what can you do to kind of help that or counteract those thoughts or those feelings? Like, there has to be things that can be done. Yeah, so for me... I did use, I did have health anxiety before. I just it was different than what Sam had though. I would go to Mr. Google and look up everything and and it would say I'm dying in three days and I'd be like, what the actual fuck? I remember last summer, um, in Wasega. Everything always happens in Wasega. Yeah. But last summer in Wasega, I had a ra- I think I mentioned this to another episode. I had a rash and I thought it was skin cancer. I was convinced I convinced myself the doctor that I am, that I had skin cancer and I wouldn't come out of the room. I wouldn't go in the sun. I would stay in the dark, shady room in Wasega because I was convinced and then come to find out it was a scab that I picked from my birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. You can't overthink and overthinking kills you. And Yeah. I, I read this book. Well, I didn't read the full thing, but I read like this part in, in a book. It's called Untethered Soul. And it said, don't be anxious about things you can't control because you, you're not going to know the outcome. So it's like, yeah, you could have a mole or a rash on your skin. It could be good. It could be bad. But what's the point of being anxious about something that you can't control? You can be proactive. You can go to the doctor. You can like mitigate the problem. But why stress about it if you can't, if you physically cannot control it? And I want to get into this as well with my story in the beginning with the Snapchat or talking to people. I think with me is my thing is I am scared of what people are going to say all the time. And I want to react correctly to what they say or... I want to always have the right thing to say. Do you know what I mean? So I get scared. Okay, so what should I say? If he says this, if she says this, if my boss says this, my friend was like, you can't think like that. You have to just live in the moment. Like, don't ask what ifs, because that's literally what kills me. What I literally will stay in bed some days if something like bad happened to me or in the beginning of quarantine when I was going through my breakup, for example, in my head, I'm thinking, what if? What if I did this? What if I said this? What if this? Blah, blah. And it literally, I've learned it kills you. Those two words literally kill you. What if? What if, or like what I could have done, or why like I'm like this, or why this happened. That literally kills you. Another thing I want to touch upon is this whole thing of like self-care. I feel like self-care is something that is an aesthetic on Instagram. Like it's really just an aesthetic. You're a bathrobe, you're in a bubble bath, you're journaling, you're in a face mask. Like it's an aesthetic that like 
Instagrammers use and you know they promote which is great like I think self-care is is great but for me like self-care means doing things that make you escape your stressful life situations and we all have these stressful life situations you know what I mean like let's be real like do the all the Instagrammers or influencers that promote self-care also promote the most stressful things going on in their life maybe but most of the time no Correct me if I'm wrong, but that just that's just from what I see. Most of the time, no. So it's like, it's almost like contradicting. It's like, I would love if an Instagrammer and an influencer, and I don't want to make it all about social media, but for example, like not trying to toot our own horn, but like what we're doing right now, like giving you some like stressful situations or like insecurities or things going on in our life and then tackling that with our form of self-care. Because I think that again, self-care means something different for everybody it doesn't need to be the face mask it doesn't have to be the let's just say an influencer or i don't know i haven't seen this so if you have like send us like their ads maybe we can look at it but i haven't seen an influencer be like my self-care day and it's them munching a bag of fucking chips watching tv looking like shit with their hair do you know what I mean? I haven't like seen there, that. Like, there's definitely some, like, real, like, realist ones that do that. But I know what you mean. It's not the norm. It's not, It's like, not dumb in their sweatpants for 24 hours a day in a, in a blanket. Do you know what I mean? Like, because I don't always wear a matching fucking sweatsuit on my self-care days. No, because well, that's not going to get days. likes and, like, you know, the aesthetic vibe. Which is fine. Like, but that's a more realistic kind of self-care day. And again, everyone has their own self-care days. When I, you go on Instagram and literally, or on Google and look up self-care, a fucking schedule, I literally did Let's yesterday. A schedule comes up, 8 a.m., wake up, 8.30 a.m., cleanse your face, 9 a.m., have a bubble bath with fruit. Like, what the fuck? Like, it gives you more things. And if you are suffering from, like, anxiety or have anxiety or feel stressed that day, it just gives you more shit to check off and, like, have to get from the dollar store. I have to get from shoppers because I have to check that off. <laughs> oh, I don't have like a bougie bathrobe or bath bombs. Let me go. Like, it's just more added stress. Like, and <clears throat> kind of just to jump off what she just said. When I think of self-care sometimes because of this like social norm on social media, I get more stress. I'm like, okay, I'm going to have a self-care tonight. Like, for example, a couple nights ago, and, I, and I'm glad that like I'm stepping back and recognizing this so that the next time I go and do it, I can fix it. A couple nights ago, I had this like evening agenda that I do basically like lays out the things, the appointments, the things I need to do the next day and everything I need to get done, which is fine. Like it's fine to have schedules that helps me kind of organize my day. But then I was like, okay, in the evening, I want to set some time for my, for myself. I want to do some self-care. So I wrote down self-care and I was sitting there writing down self-care and I couldn't think of anything. I'm like self-care, jade roller, face mask. And I'm like, wait, but like the face masks make me itch. I really only want to use face masks when I have a blemish and like, I really need to. I like, fucking I hate, hate face masks. Like I don't even like face masks. I hate shit on my face. So I was sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck do I do for self-care? Like, what the hell? And then I'm like, okay, this is like too crazy for me to actually be stress stressing on how to care for myself or how to kind of like de-stress. I'm stressing about how to de-stress. Yeah. And that's kind of like the cycle you go through because that is what the social norm is. That's the aesthetic. Like for me, realistically, self-care is having no schedule. I have no schedule. I have the diffuser friend just bought me on because it's actually pretty peaceful. Great gift. I have some candles, like, you know what I mean? And I'm watching a show, drinking really fucking sweet coffee because if you guys haven't tried that silk almond milk creamer yet, Ew, you need to. It's oh my so God. fucking good. So Anyways, I tried it the other day. The one I, I spat it out. Okay, no, that's the wrong one. The coconut one? No, it was like in the almond silk carton. 
It said almond? Yeah. Okay, whatever. Tastes like shit. Anyways, that's my type of self-care. Just doing nothing. And I'm not wearing a matching tracksuit. I'm literally wearing... Like, my dad's old fucking... Yeah. Musty-ass t-shirt. And I look like shit but i like it and i'm starting to like how i look when i look like shit you know what i mean because i'm trying to incorporate more of these self-care days and that's what i realized i'm like you know i'm not gonna like schedule time for self-care i know i want to make time for it every day and i will and i'll do whatever makes me feel good the thing is once it becomes a chore and once you think it's a chore it's not a self-care day if you have to post what you're doing hashtag wellness hashtag spa which is hashtag fine again it's fine but for me that's not self-care because self-care <laughs> you're in the moment you're like doing what you want to do whether that's going to the gym and sweating it out playing soccer looking like a piece of shit eating chips playing with your dog going outside for a walk like anything i remember I'm not a bath person. I. F oh my god, the amount of times I try to take Just a stop. bath. Wait, and like it's actually uncomfortable, and then your I, toes end up okay, like Sam, raisins. Sorry, I am not a bath person. I've tried. I've tried to be that like like cutesy girl in the bath, like so cute looking in the bath. I'm not. I'm not. It's not it. I love my showers. I. Oh my fucking, god, I love showers. I hate baths. I hate it. But I was feeling stressed. Um, a few times in a week consistently and i was like why not take like a nice bath so i go on pinterest look up baths whatever but isn't that weird that you have to look up baths? yeah because <laughs> i want it i want it to be aesthetic and like i want it to be a vibe so i look up baths i get my bathrobe get my candles got my bath bombs whatever the fuck else i don't know sam remember, i think you walked in you're like what the fuck is going i felt like no it looked, looked like a rated r yeah it looked like a rated r film like it was it was dark lights there was like music playing like flower petals i put like she powder everywhere flower petals for like for whom anyways um so i go but if you want to do that for yourself okay yes i know we know if you want to do it for yourself go ahead do it i'm just looking like saying it from my experience so i go into the bathtub i have my face mask on which i have First, I hate because, like, oh, I just hate face masks. Oh, my God. I do hate shit on your forehead. Yeah. Like, I hate putting stuff on my forehead. I don't know why, but I Oh, like, it. around my hairline. Anyway, so that I had my face mask on. And I have a bottle of wine. I don't even like wine. So I'm drinking my bottle of wine. I have... I'm in this dark room, okay, with the hot-ass water up to my neck and bubbles everywhere. I sat there for a good five minutes, closed my eyes. And I literally started getting more anxiety. It felt like I was sinking into mm -hmm. like a black hole mm -hmm. and I couldn't escape. I was hot. I was sweating. I was like, what the actual fuck? My face mask is coming off in the water. The bubbles disappearing. My toes are showing. They look ugly as Like I'm like, The hey. water starts draining and you're trying to figure out how to plug the and you're naked. Q yeah, and you're naked. Like just in all the water sinking, you just see your naked body just <laughs> fucking lying there. And, like the, and then like the bath bombs don't actually look like how they look in the pictures. Like one time I did a bath bomb and it looked like bloody water. And I thought, uh, I thought <laughs> something happened in that water that wasn't supposed to happen i'm like well, what the hell is yeah going and then on? i tried to get boomerang and i post it and my friend's like why the fuck did you just post that so like like i was like yeah this is not me like i just it's not my like vibe and that's, and that's, and a, I, that's the thing you can't force it and then you know what i did i went put on some ugly ass clothes i went to go eat and watch a show and oh, i'm not trying to be sorry we're not trying to be like pick me choose me girls by the way like we're not trying to say what the oh, fuck is a pick me choose me like girl? oh i'm different than all the other girls like i don't okay, I'm not trying, but like, i guarantee not. you there's more like girls or even guys that are listening to this that relate more to that than the the other thing than the opposite they relate there's definitely people there has to be people out there that relate more to what we're saying right now than to the aesthetic on pinterest on instagram and again if you relate to that aesthetic and that comes easy to you go for it the point that we're trying to make is that you don't have to do whatever you see your favorite influencers doing if it works for you do it if it doesn't then it doesn't but 
like, I think this just comes full circle with like Instagram, like, and social media and the media and, and that in general, like has such a huge impact and it, it plays on our anxieties. It plays on our physical and like self image anxieties. It plays on my health anxiety. Cause I see all either all these healthy people or all these people that are getting diseases. That I don't even know that existed that I get anxiety over or self care anxiety where I'm anxious because I don't do that type of self care or do I need to do that type of self care? Is that what's going to get rid of my anxiety? And like, for me, I've been into this whole like meditation manifestation stuff lately and I've come to realize that like I'm overanalyzing it all like there I bought a bunch of books and stuff that are like okay your five-year career plan your 10-year personal plan your family plan and I'm just like okay I'm gonna do it tomorrow I'm gonna do it tomorrow I'm gonna set aside an hour of self-care and do it tomorrow I'm gonna write it down tomorrow in my journal and I never do it and I'm like why am I not doing this like why is this stressing me out why does this feel more like work than my actual work and it's because it's overwhelming to me I don't need to do that to settle my anxieties and to de-stress. I don't need to meditate on 10 years from now. You know what I mean? Because it freaks me out. So I kind of shifted it into something that I really like. Instead of journaling for like an hour, writing down exactly how I feel, I do scribbles in the morning. I literally just like scribble my thoughts in the morning right when I wake up. And it kind of sets the tone for the rest of my day. And that's all I do. And then in the nighttime, I do a little agenda, which helps me for the next day. And then I meditate in the morning, but I don't meditate on 10 years from now or what I want my career to look like even in five years. Cause like things are changing and that overwhelms me and stresses me. And that type of self-care that sometimes you see on Instagram doesn't work for everybody. My point is that like, don't overanalyze what you're doing. Just do what makes you feel good. So now I can meditate on what I feel like 2021 is going to look like and not anything beyond that because that just stresses me out. Fran fucking told me that because I No, saw- listen. No. Okay. So I watched this Netflix show. It's called The Secret. It's a documentary on like manifestation, law of attraction. Talks about all like the great philosophers and how they use the secret to manifest and like become successful. Whatever. Really good watch if you're into that. So it says to visualize, you know, your life in five, ten years, what you want because visualization is like powerful. You put some messages into the universe and eventually you get it back, whatever. For those of you who don't believe in this stuff, you probably think it's nonsense, but I'm a believer. So anyways, so I'm visualizing my life. I have my sick ass car, my house, whatever. I'm not going to get too into it because, you know, personal. So I tell Sam to do it. I'm like, Sam, you should do it. Like it's, it's cool. Like just where, wherever your head goes is like kind of, it's just like don't force it. it's just cool to see like where your mind goes with what you think you're going to be like in five years and it was strange because like for me i had everything planned out almost and i'm not like that at all i'm not a planner so to see like exactly what i want in the future it was cool to see that so i told i tell sam to like do it whatever she comes downstairs she's like yeah um i ain't seen anything i just saw like strobes of like lights and palm trees and i made a joke which probably i should like yeah it's not really like, a joke but okay i was she like knows maybe- i have like anxiety about death and like health and this is what she says to me i said maybe it's like maybe it's heaven she said palm trees in the bible represent heaven she's like maybe you're going to heaven and i'm like i'm gonna and die. she literally started stressing the fuck out well because like I, then i was like um, and that's what i mean like which i, I apologize because that is an anxiety trigger so i shouldn't have said that but i just thought it was kind of like oh i didn't mean it like you're gonna die i just meant like oh maybe it's heaven like that's your like safe place like i don't know doesn't mean that you have to die maybe it was just like showing you heaven like i don't know i just overanalyze it like i'm trying to picture exactly what i want in 10 years and it's just not working so for me like i just i started to picture palm trees and then i started to picture like like in my mind i would just see like a glass like house in like a hot area and i'm like am i gonna move to 
am I gonna move New to Bahamas. LA? Like, maybe, like, am I gonna move to LA with palm trees? I don't know, but maybe for me, that's just something that like I genuinely really dream of, I, and I never really said it out loud. My point is that like Instagram, the whole manifestation culture, and the meditation world. And everything that we're all getting into, it's it, it's too much for people sometimes. And it makes you stress about being de-stressed, just like the other self-care bath time routine. So like Fran said, her self-care routine is now what? I just chill out. That's it. Chill with my dog. My feel-good moment. Oh my God. It's just when my dog is beside me and like just cuddling me, that's my self-care. Like, oh, I just want to mm, love her. So that's what I do. And then I also have been starting to write down... Not like what Sam does, but I just do what I'm grateful for every morning. Like I write down what I'm grateful for, just write down a few affirmations. And if I want to have a day where I do take a bath, it's not going to be a day where I feel extra stressed to do so. Like it's going to be when I already feel good. You know what I mean? I'm in that feel good energy. Let me take a bath. So it's not as stressful and I'm done like because it's trying like, to make it way, look. It's like when you're stressed, you have that pressure to de-stress. Yeah. So when I'm already not stressed and I feel good, taking a bath is like a reward almost. So it's kind of just like makes me like bathe in like my energetic feel goodness. You know what I mean? Like yeah. my good vibes. So, and when I do want to take a bath, it's not going to be, you know, pretty and aesthetic. And it, for some people, if that's what you like, obviously do it. But for me, it makes me more stressed. So yeah. I'm going to not take a bath. I'm going to take my shower instead because showers over baths a thousand percent. For me, like what I consider self-care now is right in the morning and right at night. Everywhere in between, I feel like I'm forcing it. If in the middle of the day, I'm like, okay, let me go take a bath or do whatever we just mentioned. Like, it's just like, uh, like a burden. You know what I mean? I have so many other things to do. I think like the point that we're trying to make, I, I, I think like where we want to go, like with this podcast is still be ourselves, talk about this like lighthearted stuff like conversational corner type of shit. But this is also the type of shit people want to talk about. It's like real life stuff. So. Yeah, this is the type of shit that people want to talk about with their friends. Like we, no matter what you guys think, if you're scared, and again, I know that social media is kind of debunking like the mental health stigma, but there's still some of you out there that are nervous or scared to talk about your anxieties, big or small. And like, that's why we want to just keep it real here. We all have them. And we didn't get into our biggest anxieties today. We just got into some things. But if you do want to hear more about topics like this and how we deal and just different things we've like been through, then we're happy to talk about it if it's helping at least one person. Yeah, and just for going forward with this podcast, we want just to make it a variety of different topics. Fun, serious. If maybe you weren't a fan of like the more serious kind of vibe vibe like we have today that's fine because we're obviously going to put out more content and more ideas that everybody can kind of relate to in one way or the other so yeah i think part of being in your 20s also means going through struggles and not struggles when it comes to you know how to slide into a dm but like real life struggles and i'm sure a lot of you have been through a lot of things in your life and that's why we kind of at least want to give you a little little glimpse into the anxieties and things we deal with. So yeah, thank you guys for listening thus far and any support you've given us and will give us in the future. We really appreciate it and we're excited for, you know, the next few episodes to come and roll in some new ideas. Thank you for listening to the first episode of 2021. We hope you found hopefully, it insightful and hopefully the aliens don't come for us and if they do, um I really respect you guys and I respect who? The, the aliens. aliens? If you're listening to these radio waves i respect you guys take me to mars with you if there's some opportunities up there how does it go like this et with the fingers like this we're calling them right now 
Is that actually a... I don't know. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening.